John, let me ask you a question. What is your favorite viral video? Uh, my favorite viral video is probably is probably the Lonely Island um, songs and their kind of hit on YouTube. It started with Chronicles of Narnia and then um, just kind of escalated through some of their songs. So like the, the Andy Samberg digital yes, shorts? absolutely. Those, yeah. those videos, those are pretty yeah, great. Those, those are my favorite um, viral video. But um, those are all produced... Yeah, those are well like made. Yeah, those are those are our production value is very good on those. But as far as just homemade, somebody talking to the camera, I'd say probably Numa Numa or Star Wars Kid. Numa right. Numa is is pretty fun. Yeah, um, I'm my I'm with you. My favorite is Star Wars Kid. That, that was the first viral video I ever saw. It was before I think before even YouTube. I think it was on like CollegeHumor.com yeah. or something. And I, I must have watched that hundreds of times. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, you're listening, by the way, you're listening to Real Movies, a podcast about documentaries. I'm Rob Carmack. I'm sitting here with John Rhodes. How's everybody out there? And today, the reason we started with viral videos is because today we're talking about the 2009 documentary, Winnebago Man. All right, here we go. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the f I'm reading. I'm gonna slate this down, you big dumb son of a I don't want any more bull from anyone. That includes me. I love this clip. I watch it like every time I'm in a bad mood. Oh, so I've seen this like hundreds of times. This guy's a legend. Yep. Make my mind work. <laughs> Jack Rebney would be the holy grail of stars to meet from these videos. You know, Bagel Man is this interesting documentary uh, done by Ben Steinbauer, and he he was turned on to um, a, a very very early viral video, one that was actually. It went viral by literally people making copies of VHS tapes of this. Yeah, some and people just, say it's the first yeah, viral video. and just passing it around. They were so amazed at this guy. And what the viral video is, if you've never seen it, uh, you can YouTube it in all its glory and see the un, the, the unedited or uncut version. It's definitely edited. But Winnebago was making these just instructional videos and hired this guy named Jack Rebney to come in and give these videos. He was just a pissed off, unhappy man making these videos and every outtake, every time the camera cut, he just cussed and, you know, got upset and angry. He's and been verbally abusive yes. to everyone in his, like in the range of his voice. <laughs> and so, um, he was apparently not a very nice man to the crew. And the crew said, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to edit all of these things we have on tape about you and give it to the people at Winnebago. And they made this complete, like, montage of just him cussing and yelling and It's about 10 verbally. minutes long. Yeah, it's and long. I mean, it was, it was a pretty damning video, and they gave it to the people at Winnebago, and he got fired over it. But then multiple copies of that tape got made and just started getting copied more and more and more and more. It became the first viral video. It literally spread like a virus. 
people would make two or three copies for their friends, and then their friends would make two or three copies, and then their friends would make two or three copies. And so it was uh, – it's a very, very interesting concept. Uh, two things. First of all, if you're if you're thinking to yourself, I really want to go and watch this Winnebago, the Jack Rebney outtake video, do it without your kids in the room. Yeah. Jack, Jack Rebney, his age does not clean up his his act in, in any sort of way. He's he's an old, angry, really filthy old man. And so he <laughs> he curses so much in these videos. This is like Big Lebowski level yeah. uh, profanity. So just be I mean, aware he is, of that. He is a master of the F-bomb. He is. Well, and he comes up with so many different variations. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I'm, I'm 31 years old. There, there are some forms of profanity that I had never heard before I saw... Jack's uh, Jack's outtake video, yeah. and I love uh, my my favorite quote of, of the whole thing is it's not even profanity. It's it's when he says, Can, "Could you do me a kindness?" <laughs> I found myself saying that all day long. Could um, you do me a kindness. Will you do me a kindness? So so that that's uh, that that's something to be aware of. That it is it, it is not a clean family friendly. It's no. It it is very funny though, and I I feel like there was a second thing I was going to point out there, but now I don't remember what it was. So well, c- go on. Okay, well the the documentary and this I may talk about some in my negatives as well as my uh, just kind of well I think it needs to be discussed within the the podcast itself. I think what happened was it started off being one type of documentary and then turned into a biopic about Jack Rebney. They start out by kind of talking about viral video and the history of viral video and what it is and how it happens and and they show you these different viral videos. And so we I, I kind of it leads me to believe we're going to get a commentary on on the people behind the viral videos and and what it is and what it means for us to watch them and and laugh at them and and share them with our friends and how we treat people online and that kind of thing. Um, but and it kind of does start out that way, and then it just switches and and doesn't go that way at all. It's almost like there are two different documentaries yeah. here in this, and it's not even that long. It's only like eighty eight minutes long right. total. But you're right. If, if there there is a point in when in the movie Winnebago Man where it shifts into let's follow Jack Rebney around yeah. for days, and so I mean. If if you want one clear storyline, you're not going to end up getting that. It's going to it's going to throw a switch on you. And and I kind of wanted to talk about that that first part of the video um, that addresses the the viral videos. Um, when I was in college, well, I, I have a good friend who's an actor and a stand up comedian. And when he was first getting his um, stand up going. He was having to do all of these open mic nights, and I kept encouraging him. I really wanted him to try and one night go to an open mic night and show up in a wheelchair and sign up for the open mic night in the wheelchair, wheeling around the whole time. When it comes his time, wheel up on stage and just do three minutes of handicap jokes and just completely go off on everything is just kind of shtick handicap joke because the audience will either a sympathy laugh or b find it legitimately funny and think it's okay to laugh because he's handicapped right and then when the red light goes on to say hey your set's up 
just stand up out of the, the wheelchair and just be like, you're all terrible people, and then grab the wheelchair and walk off stage. Dude, that's, and, that's a very Andy Kaufman yeah, I like that. Yeah, and and he would never do it because he feared that that would actually hurt his his career. But I feel like that kind of happened within this movie. He starts showing us these YouTube clips going, these are hilarious, and this is funny. And so we're all laughing at these YouTube clips. Especially Star Wars And especially kids. Star Wars kids. So... I mean, I'm sitting there as the audience going, oh, this is hilarious. I love laughing at this kid. And then he does the switcheroo and it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, because of this viral video, this kid is in a mental asylum. Like, this kid had to go to, this kid had to be put into a mental ward because he had a breakdown over how many people made fun of him. On the internet and how viral his video went. Yeah, and it, so it destroyed him. Yeah, so that that does kind of ruin the fun a little bit. Right. So we're all watching and having a good time and laughing, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, because of your laughter, you put this kid in a mentalist in a mentalist." They island. say laughter is the greatest <laughs> medicine and yeah. until it kills. God, I mean, it was just <laughs> oh, it just frustrated me so much because yeah, I mean, I was the. You know, I was the butt of the joke, yes. It was, oh yeah, you think this is funny? Well, how funny is it now that this kid can't function in the real world because of this? Well, and they also showed a video of a guy like falling off a ladder and breaking his back. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's a funny video until you learn later he ended up in, like, traction. Yeah, or, uh, exactly. That, yeah. It changes. And they even have some guys that they, that they talk to. I forget who they were exactly, but they run some sort of media group where they show these videos, and they, they just straight up said, I don't want to know. Like, we don't yeah. want to know what happened to the kid after the, the camera got shut off. Our concern is, th- this video is funny. Yes. You know, if, 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 you, if you tell me that they ended up in a hospital or they died as a result of it, then it, it stops being funny to me. And I, my primary goal here is, to, is for this to be funny. Right. You start to think, well, who is this guy? What happened to him? That's weird. There's no property. There's no cars. There's no voter registration. What does that mean? You don't want anybody to really know who you are and what you're about. This is Jack Rebney. It's inconceivable to me that you would have any interest in this, but if you want to talk, I'm interested. The internet is an incredible tool, but at the same time, it can be a very dangerous one. And I think that's kind of what Ben Steinbauer was was hinting at, and then he got off track when he really met Jack Rebney. And and to be fair, Jack Rebney is he's an interesting subject matter. Yes. Like I can see why Ben took the route he did. However, I, I was more engaged in the first portion of the film than I was the second. Yeah. Well, let, let's move into the second. Because, like we said, there are two. We, we, I feel like we've talked about the first portion of this film. Yeah. And so now let's kind of shift gears and go and talk a little bit about Jack Redney himself. Like, what happens when Ben Steinbauer comes face to face with his subject? Yeah. I mean, well, the first time, for those of you that, that watched this movie, when, first of all, when Ben Steinbauer was trying to find Jack Redney, he was going hardcore to find him, and it was really hard. Like, he couldn't get an address. He couldn't get a phone number. Anything. He's off the grid. Yeah, I mean, this yeah. guy had just literally kind of disappeared off the face of the earth. Like he had no idea if Jack Rebney was even alive. Mm-hmm. And with the anger that Jack kind of has, there was a good chance that he had given himself a heart attack. <laughs> you know, and so he like all of this searching by Ben could have been for nothing. And he found 
this he through a series of of different things he found like a posting for a boat and it was like Jay Rebney or something like that and he he just kind of took a stab yeah at it and he got a response back and it happened to be the Jack Rebney from the video and so they meet up and they have this initial interview, and Jack Rebney is just kind of this lovable old guy. That, He's so peaceful yeah. and calm and at, at, at one with the world. And, you know, and, and he acts as though he's unaware of the video and doesn't know. And and it's just like, oh, well, you know, that silly thing. That was just a different time in my life. And, you know, and you really do think, oh, my gosh, you know, this sweet old guy's kind of changed then lo and behold a couple weeks later he calls back and tells ben hey uh all that was an act um that's not really who i am that's not how i am and if you want to know who i am come back to see me this guy and that was so interesting to me because if he if he had never done that we would have never known and that would have just been the, the documentary would have taken a whole different shape yeah and and so that was so interesting because clearly Jack Rebney wants some kind of recognition and wants some kind of... And Ben even confronts him about this yeah. at some point in the movie. That he, he says, you obviously want someone to listen to you, but when we try to listen to you, you get angry. And yeah. so, which leads us into... Ben goes back to talk to Jack, and Jack is the most crotchety, angry, dis- <laughs> disagreeable individual you could possibly encounter. Yeah, and and it's so weird because... There are parts of me that when when Jack was being real, when when Jack was just being his old crotchety self, there was part of me that kind of liked that Jack. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know what, like good, bad, or ugly, you know, this guy's had some hard, trying times in his life, but that's just who he is. Like yeah. when when he showed us who he was, and then there were times that he was trying to kind of, I don't know, manipulate the situation or the story. Um, he continually wanted to talk about Dick Cheney and Oh, he hates and, Dick Cheney. Yes. He <laughs> wanted to talk about the Bush administration and politics and, and all of this kind of stuff. And I, I do hand it to Ben because I'm sure Ben probably had to sit there and just listen to these rants, just one right after the other. I'm sure he has nice hundreds way. of hours yeah, of Yeah, and find a nice way to just be like, oh, all that's on the cutting room floor. Because it wasn't a, this isn't a documentary about politics. No. This isn't a political documentary by any way, shape, or form. It would be very interesting to know all of the Red Hot Sports opinions from Ben Steinbauer, but sometimes, you know, there's just not time or room, and you're going to get more people upset with that's the way you took your film and whatnot. Yeah. Well, and, and he, he does... I appreciate that Ben, at certain points, decides to stop humoring Jack. And yeah. basically will say... Like, there's one point where Jack is just going off. And and, and, um, and Ben just stops him and he says, you have this one opportunity to, to be heard. You obviously want to be heard. You obviously want your story told. And you, you want to talk to me about Dick Cheney? He said, yeah. be... You know, get... Say something more important than this. And, and of course, Jack gets very angry and confrontational, as he does. But but I appreciated that Ben didn't mind. And there were several points in the movie where Ben and Jack would get into a fight, and Jack would threaten to just walk off the movie. Right. And, and I was, I mean, every time, obviously, because it's Ben's movie, 
and because Jack is kind of terrible, I, I found my, I found myself siding with Ben. Like, yes, yes. thank you, thank you yeah. for, for saying this because this guy's just he's living in his own little world. And he's just he's just yelling at no one in particular. And thank you, Ben, for getting him focused. Well, I mean, I think that that's probably the reason he does live in his own little world. Mm-hmm. I think that he has driven away every single person in his life other than this one friend that he has named Keith Gordon. I mean, Keith Gordon is the only person that we see that will even associate with or talk to Jack. Yeah. They have an and, odd relationship. Yeah, they too. Re- they really do. I mean, it, it's it's a very weird dynamic. There there have been some, perhaps even some in this room, who yeah. speculated <laughs> that maybe Jack and Keith have a um, have a more than just friends relationship. Yeah, and and it's not even a big deal. But yes, they do look like kind of the old gay couple that walks around, and 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 it's very it's a very kind of. Um, interesting dynamic between these two. And I don't know if they're just that good of friends or if they are kind of the old married couple, but that's how they act. They, they both kind of put up with each other, but know that they will each be there for each other. Mm -hmm. You know, like they kind of bicker and argue and fight, but then know that they will be there for one another, um, no matter what. And so that kind of relationship was a very interesting one. And really, Keith Gordon was the only person that we saw in the whole movie that would even talk to Jack. So I think that it's not an act that he's an angry person. I think he's just an angry person. He is absolutely an angry person because there's that scene, the, the, the scene that just made me look at the, the, the screen in just bewilderment was when they're leaving the house and his dog, whose name is Buddha, won't stay on the porch. Yeah. And Jack just keeps like looking back at his dog and telling him, F you, Buddha. F you, Buddha. Yeah. And he's like cursing out his dog. <laughs> yes. And you're thinking... It's a dog, Jack. Like, you're, I mean, yeah, it's not exactly. Buddha isn't wounded by your by your rage here. Like, Buddha doesn't understand English. No, Jack. he doesn't know what you're telling him. He's not. He's not the manager of Walmart, whom you also say that. <laughs> yes, to. he's he's just he's a dog. I I mean, yeah, there are times that you're like, God, you are a terrible person. But then there's some parts where you feel like. What turned you into this terrible person? Yeah. Like, what happened to you? And I think that's what Ben tries to get out of him, but he shuts that down, and he doesn't let any of that kind of fly. I mean, he he makes small mention to having um, a wife and kids yeah. at one point. That, that didn't end well, but... You imagine being married oh my to gosh. Jack No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so... I mean, it, it's a very, it was a very interesting kind of take on, could you be friends with this guy? Like, I don't know that I could. Like, I don't know that I would be able to put up with his stuff. No. Well, and I, I, I've mentioned on, on this podcast before, I work in a church, and churches tend to attract a lot of different kinds of people, especially in, in older generations. Yeah. And every once in a while, you'll have a person of this generation, of Jack's generation who shows up every week to church and they find you just so they can lodge a complaint about something. <laughs> it can be about yeah. anything. The volume of the music, the, um, the how full the parking lot is, whether or not there are paper towels in the bathroom, whatever it is, they're very, very, very upset about it. And so, <laughs> um, and, and so I and have... That ruins their entire day. It does. And, 
and I had so I had these like little bite-sized servings of Jack Rebney right. in my life, and and I just think if I if I had to live around that every day all day long, I would I would have to kill myself. Right. Like the, there's there's just no way to do that. So uh, there, there's only so much unpleasantness you can take unfiltered. Yeah, and and he is definitely unpleasant at times. Yes, just straight up unpleasant. However, I mean, he is kind of a performer. Like he goes to, they invite him to, to speak at this lost videos kind of thing where they fill this, they fill this auditorium with people, and it's basically kind of like Tosh point and ridiculousness put into a live version yeah. where these guys put together a bunch of viral videos that that most people haven't seen and they fill a theater with them. They kind of MC it and joke around and you watch all of these new videos and um, they invited Jack Rebney out to kind of address an audience and all of these people knew who he was from his video because that's what they do. They watch these videos and... Um, I mean, he had them eating out of his hand. He really yeah. had that whole audience. You know, he thought at some point they were going to turn on him, but they didn't. They all really liked it. Well, especially when he started doing his bit about Dick Cheney. Yeah. And, they, and they all were like, yeah! And he just like, looks around and says, no, I think these are my kind of people. Exactly. And, but yeah. I mean, he hammed it up and he knew what he was doing. I mean, and at this point in the movie, it's really weird because he has... He, he's developed some, like, severe glaucoma, and so he can't really see. And so he's just up there, and he can't really see his audience, and he's just going off of applause. And, but he, I mean, he feeds off of it, and he gives, I think they say, like, 45 minutes, and and nobody was, you know, displeased with his 45 minutes. They really liked, like, what he had to say. I mean, some people were like, yeah, he got a little too political at times, but other than that... Yeah. They really did like what he, you know, because he didn't just talk about that. He told the story about the day of the the shoot and what they were doing in Michigan and all of the flies and stuff like that. And so that was kind of hard, as heartwarming as you're going to get with Jack Rebney. Yeah. But you did see that there is part of him that likes that limelight. Oh, that likes very, that. Very much so. Yeah. He likes being that center of attention. Well, and, and what... What I also found, not, not only that the audience gained a new perspective on Jack, but that Jack sort of gained a new perspective on what we can often call the YouTube generation. Right. You know, like the, he, cause he expressed, you know, I, I went in thinking that this, this was just a group of people who can't get off their, you know, yeah. whatever's and, and, you know, stop watching videos on the internet all day long. And he said, and it turns out they were pretty well thought out, well spoken. In, insightful individuals, and so it's like it, th- this. Really, becomes a movie about new exposure to a thing gives you new insight yeah. on it, and so that that becomes. I, I feel like that becomes the overarching theme, of and the it kind of connects two generations together. I mean, yeah. he he is not a YouTuber, and he only sees negative because that's how he got portrayed on YouTube as as a very negative person. But then when he actually starts meeting these people. He develops some kind of empathy for them, and I'm assuming they develop some kind of empathy for him. It as seems well. like they did, yeah. Yeah, and so, um, you know, it just goes to show that if you just blanket, oh, all of these people are bad, or this person is this one way from something I've seen, um, you know, it, you can get your perception kind of skewed. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah. You ready to do positives and negatives? Yeah. All right, let's talk positives. All right, positives. It's entertaining. It's highly entertaining. You know, I, I've never, I've never seen someone who can so artfully just weave the f bomb in and out of sentences like it was nothing. <laughs> and uh, he is a master yes. craftsman of the f bomb. He word, is. He is. And and that is something. Whether you think that's positive or not, I I'm a fan of studying rhetoric and things like that. That's what I do. Um, I, I even think that word has a place in our language. Not and, since Samuel L. Jackson and, yeah. has anyone <laughs> made such poetry. And, and, I mean, he really does master this word. I, I There are a few places in my life where um, I have to deal with crotchety old men. And so it's just kind of... There is something that's that's somewhat appealing about him, even though he's not a nice person, um, there's some quality that he has that you just keep wanting to watching. You just kind of want to keep watching him. Uh, the what'll he do next? And and I relate to things he's done and things that some of these crotchety old men that I know have done and go, oh, okay, I, I, I'm not the only one who has gotten the brunt of this kind of a rant or this kind of a, an action. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I thought my positives are very similar. I, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought the best part of the movie was the first 20 minutes wh- yeah. when it was getting into like the various viral videos. And I really thought this is going to be like a road trip to go find all these. Like, cause I didn't know anything about right. this movie. So I thought this, we're going to go find star Wars kid. We're going to go find the Numa Numa kid. And, and we're going to just kind of do a, where are they now? And so, so sort of to explore the relationship between subject and audience, um, in, in a, in a viral video, Right. You know, generation, and I I thought that would be such an interesting documentary that ended up not being this documentary. Exactly, yeah. And and Jack again, Jack is a fairly interesting subject matter all by himself. So I don't blame Ben for going the route that he he did. I still would like to see the the documentary. I thought I was about to watch. Yeah, you know. So, um, but yeah, the positives. I, I thought the first twenty minutes were were good, and and the the end where you sort of figure out like everybody's perspective has changed a little bit because they've yeah. gotten to know each other a little bit more. And and stereotypes no longer apply because now we've seen through new eyes. I, I, I enjoyed that. So what about negatives? Negatives is that it, it it started out being one documentary and turned into another. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and you saw that. And so, I mean, I know that there are several, there are several people with different takes on, you know, a documentarian can break rules. But it seems like Ben Steinbauer did not... He got too much in front of the camera. You saw the flaws in the video. You mean you, you saw him kind of call Jack out, which I think did help at some point. But you know, anytime the director has to like jump in and you see this on camera, this confrontation between your on camera subject and the director, you know, that's it's always kind of a little bit weird to me. I, I would have loved to see all of the stuff on the. Um, kind of internet responsibility yeah. and what what it means. And yeah, I would have loved to see a, a road trip on where are they now. And and the difference between who is okay with their portrayal and how that's benefited them and who is not. Yeah, that's what I would I would have loved to have seen more on that and we didn't. And then uh, just this kind of dynamic between Ben and, and Jack was a little bit weird. Uh, it reminds me of... Oh, gosh. Well, I hope I'm not being too obscure, but it reminds me a little bit of a documentary called Sherman's March in which the documentarian started out literally trying to make a 
a documentary about Sherman's march through the South after the Civil War, and then he just says, screw it, my life's more interesting than this, and turns the camera on him, <laughs> and and the rest of the documentary is just about him trying to find love. And interesting. So, yeah, it's, I mean, that that is kind of, I don't know if Ben ever saw that documentary and was like, I can Sherman march this, and uh, <laughs> of he didn't make it about himself. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, I mean, but he is—he's—he's he's a little bit more into it, and he narrates the whole thing himself. And yeah, and so uh, I mean, we do kind of follow his journey to find Jack through his eyes, and so there was—he he did get—he did Sherman march it a little bit. This to me felt like Tuesdays with Maury. If Maury <laughs> were a terrible, terrible person. Yes. If Morgan were the most angry, embittered <laughs> recluse, this is what Tuesdays with Maury would have been. Yes, that's a very good <laughs> reference. Thank you. Um, my my main negative was it. Well, besides the things we've already talked about, um, I, I felt like it, it just dragged a little bit in places. Even though it's it's pretty lean time wise, it's less than an hour and a half. I got, and, and this is this is the problem. Anytime you have a single person as your subject, mm-hmm. and th- this this can this is always a temptation. This is something we saw in episode three when we did best worst movie. We talked about how George Hardy became like the center of this universe, and we both of us came in saying we really got a little George Hardy fatigue. Yeah. I got Jack Rebney fatigue yeah. real bad by the end of this movie, and so like I by by the time, especially like uh, towards the middle, it really starts to sag a little bit, and I feel like I am if if I were Ben. Like, the, you know, at, there there are these times where you end up spending time with certain people, and they're after about twenty or thirty minutes, you start looking at your watch, thinking, "I'd really like to get out of here." Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah, watching, and I can't even imagine how Ben must have felt, but because <laughs> well, he spent I, days with Jack. I mean, I mean, Jack doesn't have mass appeal. He no. just doesn't. So either you kind of like him, or you're going to hate him. Yeah, and so he just doesn't have that mass appeal. And yeah, and and honestly, I, I just I got I got a little bored of hanging out with Jack Rebney, and so that that would I, I just felt like it dragged a little bit in that regard. But I mean, I don't know how much shorter you could have made this movie. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I guess Ben had to put it in there, and a lot of it was character development and trying to make Jack satisfied. I assume with what the, the film ended up being, and I, I think he was. I think I read an interview that, that said that he. Uh, he he was pleased with how the movie turned out, so that's yeah. probably a lot of that is due to all the stuff they included. So yeah, that that's that's all the the negative for me. What about you? Got any, any more? No, that? I mean ratings. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm gonna rate it a five. I mean, it was entertaining. Um, I, I liked it. The the switcheroo on me where I felt like we were laughing together, and then all of a sudden I I became the jerk that laughs at the kid that's in the mental institute. That was a little bit of a drawback. And then how it became really two different documentaries. There were those those things made me think it's entertaining, but not the greatest documentary. I'm giving it exactly the same rating. I'm giving it a five. I I I, I, I was indecisive on my rating because there were some things that I really liked and I, I enjoyed. I, I, I like to know where people are, and I like to know the story behind the story. And, I mean, it's it was really interesting when they were talking about, we didn't even talk about this, but when they were interviewing people who were at the shoot, yeah. at the Winnebago shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, And that was really interesting stuff. So in those parts, I was like, oh, man, this is like an eight. But then there were other parts where I kind of got a little bit yeah. dragged down. I got a little tired of, you know, all the Dick Cheney rants and everything like that. Yeah. And then so that, that became a little less. So I'm, I'm going to land on a five with you. So. Cool. Um, our next documentary that we're going to be talking about next week is Food Inc. If you if you enjoy fast food, 
I would suggest eat as much of it as you can in the next week because after next week, something tells me you're going to not want to anymore. Yeah. You you can if actually go like us on Facebook. This is one yes. of those things. This is one of the only ways that we just know that people are, are listening. And uh, so so if you would like us on Facebook, you can follow us at Twitter. What's our Twitter handle? Real movies at Real Movies. Okay, so yeah. Twitter dot com slash Real Movies. Yeah, uh, we have a Tumblr page. Yeah, Real Movies Podcast dot Tumblr dot com. Yeah, so there are all kinds of different ways you can um, let us know that you're liking the the podcast. But the easiest and the best way is to like us on Facebook and also to give us a rating in iTunes. That also helps us. So um, that's pretty much it. You got anything, closing words, John? No, I mean, go out and, and, and again, although you should probably practice internet responsibility, don't, don't stop watching funny clips. I mean, they're funny. If you think they're hilarious, then... Keep watching. La- so, laughter, yeah. laughter is still a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Course. So that, that's a, that's a good word to end on. John, we'll see you next week. All right, see you next week. Oh, we end up here.